baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. You know, when you hear this music at the Golden Knights games, it means we have no score. Usually it means intermission is starting. Right. Yeah. But it's, usually there's zeros. Yeah. Just means just move along. Move right. along with your time. There are uh, other things to do. And before we jump into the Knights and Wild Ears, we get you ready for game two tonight, which will be on the national televisions. Uh... Getting word that there might be some movement when it comes to the Canada part of the National Hockey League to where the Montreal Canadiens have said they will actually have fans in the stands if the Toronto-Montreal series goes to a Game 6. A Game Quebec 6. Would. A Game 6, which I believe would put them into June. Yeah. Based on the schedule that was released today. Which is like two weeks away. Yes. But that would be... I'm kind of shocked by and, this. And they're talking 12%. Yeah. So 1,500, 2,000. Kind of shocked by this. Um, provincial governments obviously control their provinces, so we'll see. But I think once somebody takes that step forward up there, it's going to be really hard for the other teams that are involved in the playoff not to also secure that s- similar permission in their city and their government because... It's a competitive advantage, Bob. Well, it's Edmonton, Winnipeg. Yeah, that's the other series up there. So, mm-hmm. but this, you know, this is the east sub east coast, whatnot. Right. But you're only talking again. You're talking fifteen hundred. Yeah, I mean that's because you know Toronto's like we need it too. Right. Okay, well, that's, that's that's spacing out. You know, one every fifteen seats essentially. They're not even playing Cole Caulfield, Paul. They don't even deserve this at this <laughs> point. I'm so confused by that decision making process for the Canadians, and I've picked them to win the over the Leafs in the series. So hopefully. That's in a series clinching game in front of fifteen hundred fans. Fifteen hundred fans, which would be March 29th, I think, is when is what they're looking at, or May so, 20, May twenty yeah. I'm sorry. Time is a social construct. It's That's okay. the truth. Uh, okay. Speaking of time tonight, uh, the Golden Knights running out of time, uh, so to speak. Yes, it's only one game in the books. It's one it goal, is, but it's one, and it's only one goal. But it is game two, and it's a game two before this team has to hit the road and play a couple more playoff games on the road. So mm-hmm. vitally important for the Golden Knights to get a victory tonight. Uh, not not necessarily a must win, but it would be nice to have one here. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong what, in terms of must. It would be maybe nice in terms to have of the must. Win? Maybe in terms of the must win. Every cliche. Every day is a must win. But you, you don't want to deal with the contingency plan of zero and two. Eighty-five percent of people that lose the first two games, especially at home, don't win the series. And so, yes, today is a must win. Is a must win to get them back to their game. It's a must win for them to score goals. It's a must win in every single category that you can measure. And you just hope that the Golden Knights bring that 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 energy, that intensity, that that urgency that I would assume they would bring. But 
Tuck said it in the in his post game. He had a couple of comments saying like, "We got to have everybody show up," and so it's just about making sure you're in the right mindset to go right away, get off to that good start, and uh, to get us off to a good start here. To uh, let's go with the Fouche quote of the day: "Out of clutter, find simplicity. From discord, find harmony. In the middle middle of difficulty lies opportunity." Somebody called Albert Einstein once said that, Paul, and that best describes, I think, the the kind of cutting through mindset that the Golden Knights need to be uh, on display tonight because it's a very formidable opponent. It's an opponent that knows exactly where to put us to make us unsuccessful. We already talked about the early conversion, how important that is for, for this team's confidence in the game itself and then the series going forward. Quick breakouts, that's a holdover from uh, last game. Golden Knights are, are so much different when they don't get caught in their own zone and, and, and the chaos that usually ensues, especially in front of the net, which is one of our soft areas that we don't do well in terms of of covering it. And if we have those quick breakouts and we don't allow Minnesota to get us trapped in the zone, it makes them play more honest in their transition game more and it puts them on their heels. Their D can't pinch if the puck's already 10 feet ahead of what it usually is because they have to respect the gap and the threat um, to push that puck up ice. For as much as we all loved Mark andre Fleury's effort in Game 1, mm-hmm. and he made some amazing saves, mm-hmm. I do not wish to see a Vegas Golden Knights goaltender, whether it's Flurry tonight or whether it's Leonard tonight, to have to make amazing saves. Yes. You need somebody else to show up with that level of, of performance. Because Cam Talbot, the most basic of performances at goal. Yeah. But he stopped everything, but didn't have to Wasn't get out of the comfort zone at Mm-mm. all. No, not at all. And, and I think that... You, you want to make sure Talbot gets out of that. And I want the Golden Knights to get a little bit outside of their comfort zone uh, tonight as well in terms of their puck management. Alex Tuck, we talk a lot uh, about his ability to shield the puck when he leans in as he goes into the offensive zone and, and using that, that size and that speed. I think the Golden Knights need to do a better job of putting themselves in good position for area passes or those like chip out passes that we've seen on the breakout where they'll go up in the neutral zone and then it'll just drop down. Like sometimes the Golden Knights aren't as ready as the Minnesota Wild are to kind of feel that. So it's about winning the race to the battle in addition to winning the battle itself. It's just another layer on top of that. It's for some guys, it means it, you got to be a little bit more intense, got to get lower or, or just be more cognizant of, of what's going on. But it's that reinforced commitment to bearing down to stopping on pucks and, and to beating your opponent in every Every aspect of the game mentioned slot coverage. We got to clean that up. It's been a thing that's plagued them from game one of, of, of this season when they were playing the Anaheim Ducks. They need to be in a better position to make a play to defend uh, a threat from the slot and, and be in that orbit. And then traffic in front of Talbot, like you were saying, get him uncomfortable, get him sinking back in his crease, make him feel like the the pacing and the tone in his zone around his house and his crease is not a friendly or safe place to be. It's about proper shot selection, timing of that, and, and pressing the right buttons at the right time. And then we talked earlier in the show a little bit more in depth about that layered offensive zone attack, but getting a high to low play where you're going and messing with the depths, depth perception of Cam Talbot, making him go from his 45 at the top of his crease and pushing all the way back to his far post to cover a shot there. That is going to be a fruitful type of play if you're able to execute upon it. You can't do it every time, just like when we were talking about the stretch passes the other day. If it's there early on, take it for sure, but make sure that you convert because those options probably aren't going to be there later on. Is this a night where we should be expecting uh, uh, Petro and Alec Martinez to be doing a little bit more heavy lifting when it comes to defense? 
I I think so. I, I think if you don't see the game going in the in the way that it should, there could be some shortening of the bench, especially on the defensive side. And it's not anything against Nick Hag or, or, or Zach Whitecloud, but they're a young defensemen, and you got to lean on the guys you're paying the big bucks that know what it takes to win at this point, and and to just take some of that responsibility away from your forward group, away from the the unit that is struggling the most to do their job, which is scoring goals. And so I think you're going to see that that lean on Petro and, and Martinez. That's going to be pretty much the MO for, for the playoffs. But they got to get like Theodore going. They got to and Theodore plays the best with Martinez. And so this is where you kind of have to make these decisions and piece this thing together because sometimes that's not an option because so and so went in the box and all these other thing, all these little things that feed into the exact situation that presents every shift um, for the coaching staff in terms of who to put out there. But everybody has to first find a way to take their game into the next gear and, and winning the smaller battles that lead to the larger victory. Cause if they're able to pay the price at the same rate, at the same time for as long as the Minnesota wild are they're they're, they're going to be fine. But that's the question. Can you maintain this level of discipline? Can you zero in and, and take yourself to the next level as they are too, and still be better. It's a, it's a tall ask. Well, you've got to get guys like Alex Tuck back on track. Clearly, I mean, he's been slumping clearly in the last yep. several games. Hasn't you know? Hasn't been factor. hasn't been his usual self. And we talk about him being that guy, mm-hmm. and you know, and to pushing look- people back. That's a line I've heard from a lot of NHL players in terms of how they look to take zones. Like, they push people back. You'll see it on a drop pass on power plays a lot where they'll have the first puck carrier skated out to, like, the center red line, and then they'll drop it back to the defender. And so then they have speed and and time and more space to work with so they make sure that they get that puck deep. Alex Tuck is the best equipped player to do this in this series on both teams and that and including a wild team that is full of guys just like that. But, yeah, you have to get the right guys, the right going, taking the right shots at the right time. And just finding the Golden Knights way. Find the Golden Way. We know what it looks like. We know what it feels like. We're all waiting to to, to get that party started in T-Mobile Arena. Right, but, cliche, but the team has to bring the chips. But cliche playoff hockey. It yeah. changes it changes your mindset. It mm-hmm. changes everything because the, the results are a little bit different. You win and you stay in. Mm-hmm. You lose and we all know what happens. Knights find themselves in a little bit different of a situation here in game two. Yep. But they've been working with adversity all year, and so this is this is a true test. It's not not all is lost if they end up losing this game, but let's not get there. That it's it's too much work at that point. Let's just bypass all of the BS, do what is necessary to find ourselves today, and walk out with the dub, and then we'll go see what's going on in Minnesota. They have to walk out even tonight. They have to. Otherwise, I don't really want to know what the offseason is going to be like for this team. A low-scoring game, I would assume, again, just based on how these teams have squared off and just how this first game went. I mean, there's going to be a little bit more pressure to, to shoot first, ask questions later, I suppose. Yeah, but we also see plenty of games between these two where it's like a 6-5 to five third period comeback victory. Like, I would rather the Golden Knights play a game like that where it's a race because we are more equipped to win that race than Minnesota is, but... Game one, we played the game, the race that the Minnesota Wild were best equipped to win. So you just got to score one more. But once you get just one, 
Everything changes. Got to get rowdy at yep. T-Mobile You tonight. get a goal. You get a goal. You get a goal. Get your full wrap-ups tomorrow. Enjoy that. CBS Sports Rate 1140, home in Los Angeles. Dodgers. Dodgers taking on Arizona tonight. Julio Arias getting the start. 6 o'clock pregame. 7-10 first pitch from Chavez Ravine. Got for Mark. That. Thanks, Ben. For Mark, making things sound nice. She's Lindsay on Paul. That's a Playmakers wrap for Tuesday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 